Hello and welcome to Garden State of Mind. I'm one of your hosts, John, and with me here I have Jeff, and we are here to talk about um, today. I think we're going to dedicate the show to, or most of the show, to the Eagles. Uh, we are here now, what, two days away from the Super Bowl, uh, Eagles' third Super Bowl appearance. And Jeff, how are you feeling about that? Um, I'm beyond excited. It's, I'm going to my first Super Bowl. Um, you know, Super Bowl is always just my favorite day of the year. Uh, is you it? know what? It really is. I love it no matter what, no matter who's playing. And it kind of well, the, the you day have to because it hasn't usually been well, the Eagles. <laughs> I mean, it's a very good point. Yeah. Uh, it, I mean, it's, it is crazy when you think this is only the third time. Uh, at least we've been alive for all of them. Um, you know, we could be like the Chiefs or the Colts or something. Well, well they won recently, but um, I, I have to say, when like like after we won, I had a few Dallas friends like on Facebook, like, oh boy, I'm not going to watch the Super Bowl this year. Like, well, f- go fuck yourself. Like, why would he, Why would you not watch a Super Bowl? So then I would know, never like, not watch a Super Bowl. Right. I would be rooting for the team I hate to right. lose. That's what I would do. Exactly. Like you're an asshole. I, I I've watched a million Cowboys Super Bowls and what you know, I just bet on it. So I mean, you know, oh god, we've suffered, we've <laughs> suffered through some Cowboys Super Bowls, man. That Super Bowl win against the Steelers, I can't remember what year that was. Oh 95. god, that was one of the worst. Yeah, ninety five. That was one of the most sickening Super Bowl wins I've ever seen in my life, at least from an Eagles fan perspective. I, I, I've mentioned before, I went to college. My freshman year was 1990. Um, we had a lot of people basically from the Northeast. So I had, I had everyone from the NFC East. Like there were Redskins fans, mostly Giants fans. And of course, there's always Cowboys fans. Yeah. Every team in the division won the Super Bowl when I was in college. It was pure hell. <laughs> well, yeah, I was there at uh, the same time as you. I had Giants fans. I had. A red, I had a, a Redskins fan who was actually from North Jersey. So, you know, I mean, I, I was hoping he would at least be lumped in with the rest of the Giants assholes I had to put up with. But no, he was a Redskins fan. And who did we deal with then? Was it was it Riggins? Who, I, <laughs> no, I can't was... remember. You know, just <laughs> some of these teams and players. Uh, was, and who You're was so old. Rippin? Was it Rippin? 92 was Rippin. Yeah. Yeah, that's who I'm remembering. I, Riggins I, was, was early. He was early. Riggins was early '80s. I love that Riggins was like just a big, slow lumbering. I mean, essentially a fullback, but somehow like the best running back in the league for like a couple of years there. I know. Yeah, it's not often that you find a fullback that's uh, performing like that. But so yeah, so now we're two days away. The Eagles and and we knew that they were going to make it to the Super Bowl. Had we podcasted right before the championship game, I think you and I both felt really good about it. Correct. Well, we're on the record, whether anyone knows it or not, uh, we're on the record of like going to the Super Bowl back in late October, whenever the week before the, the Seahawks game. And then last week, we definitely gave um, winning predictions for the, the conference game. That's right. We did. We did. And the only thing I'll say about us going on record back in October or November or whenever that was, you know, that was also when they had Carson, right? Wasn't that... Part of the equation, yeah. So, I mean, had you asked me back then and Nick Foles was the starting quarterback, I don't know that I would have said – I don't know that I would have said the same thing. You know, not knowing what I know now, of course. Exactly. Um, Wait till you hear my prediction. Um, But – Oh, I can't wait. I – you know, part of of that thing was – I know for me, and we talked about it, was, you know, Carson was absolutely different. Like you, you just know it, you can feel it. But now, as we kind of look back at the season on a whole, now we realize that this permeated through the locker room, the whole team. I mean, these guys are like baptizing themselves on the road. I mean, they're real religious, and they're like, you know, they are so together. And you know, that idea of 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 that Philadelphia dread of, oh no, how are we going to lose this time? 
Like it's gone. Um, and you, you know, I am going to the Super Bowl. I'm, I'm leaving at six thirty in the morning with my son. It's, uh, you know, it's my favorite day of the year, my favorite event, and it's my first time going. So, I, to be honest with you, I'm not even nervous or excited. I'm like, I'm kind of numb about it. I think I'm so excited. Um, but this team, this team is a little bit different. And you know, even if we, you know, if I'm there Sunday night and Brady pulls some bullshit out of his ass at the end and we lose, I mean, it's not going to be, you know. It's not going to be well, like same same old same old. It's just a you know a loss, I guess. Well, you'll still have a hard on because it's Brady, but <laughs> it, you know, at the end of the day, I, I'm with you. I mean, I think, and this is really what you've been hearing from everyone around Philadelphia. You know, they just believe. I think they believe in themselves, and I hate not that I think that that's the key to winning. You have to be good. I think that they're big. You know, they're they're fast enough. Um, they're going to kill. On the line, they're just going to kill both sides, offense yep. and defensive line. I think they're just going to rule. Um, so it's it's pretty much going to be actually on Brady's shoulders if the Patriots are going to have a shot to win, right? You know, I mm-hmm. think that their defense just has to make some stops. They have to kind of keep Foles at bay, um, which shouldn't be a tall task. But I think you and I know now that Foles appears to have gotten over whatever nervousness or he shook off the cobwebs and he can play football. And he can hit an open receiver. And, you know, they can – I have a feeling that Belichick's going to take away the run pass option. Or at least I think that's what they're going to game plan uh, to do. Make, I don't know yeah. what they're – I don't know what they're going to do about receiver, who they're going to take away. Because I think that if you're going to be leaving – if they're going to try and take away Ertz and do whatever they can against Alshon Jeffrey, I think Aguilar can kill them. If, if you have uh, – what's his name? Roe? Is Roe covering Aguilar, I think? I think he's gonna get he's gonna get beat. Is it Roe? Would it be? Yeah. I I think it yeah. is. Well, he's an Eagles cast off, isn't he? <laughs> Johnny, one of us might be betting for an Ag- Aguilar MVP, or at least for score a touchdown. You, do you like what I just laid down there for you with Aguilar? I agree. I agree with it all, and I and I want to jump back on Foles for a second. You know, I, I think sometimes we forget, you know, we put a lot of pressure on these backup quarterbacks. When you consider that, you know, week 14, he's just, you know, thrown in there. And then, you know, week 15, whatever. Like, you you need he needed a couple weeks, like, practicing with the first team. I mean, especially since now they don't practice in off-seasons anymore. They barely practice during the season. Like, how many meaningful reps are you getting as a second stringer like at all and i think just just getting that timing down is 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 huge well he also hadn't played since what was it? i believe it was like november of 2016 so he hadn't even played in a year plus right. you know so and then you're coming in cold um you know in the nfl and that's not easy to do and it's not like the guy was chock full of talent I think he was a capable quarterback, and he certainly demonstrated that, you know, in the right scheme, he can get the job done, and he could complete passes, even some downfield throws, like we saw against the Vikings. And you know what? As I'm mentioning the Vikings, you know, what the fuck is with those fans? What is their <laughs> fucking problem? Do, can you explain it to me? Is it, like, they literally they shifted all of their attention away from the fact that this supposed best defense in the league Gave up what thirty eight points to the Eagles. Well, Nick Foles. I, I want to get back to you on. I'll get back to you on that. We'll, we'll touch on the Vikings defense in a second. I want to say uh, a few yeah, things about Foles. Um, number one, and I, it's something I definitely forgot or hadn't thought about, but he's one of those like Texas, like he, he's from Texas, like you know, one of those Friday Night Light guys. Like he went to the Drew Brees High School. Like you know, he's been playing at a real. You know, pretty high level, even in high school, if you think about it. Like, I, I think, you know, whatever happened in his career, I'm going to blame a lot of it on Jeff Fisher, of course. Yeah, and Chip Kelly, really, him. too. Um, and I think, you know, I, 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 there's something. Huh. Well, Chip Kelly took away his running game, didn't he? <laughs> didn't Chip <laughs> Kelly trade away uh, LaShawn McCoy on him? <laughs> Chip in, Kelly, in man. In his second re- year with the Eagles? <laughs> In retrospect, just like awful, just like well, I mean, every decision was. Oh well, yeah. well I don't even want to talk. He's to awful to the tune of a hundred million. Well, what, how much fucking money does that guy have? 
hundred million dollars. Yanni was, yeah. Um, I want to I want to mention something before I forget. Even before we talk about the Patriots and then the Vikings, Um, in terms of that, the good vibes, Eagles wise. I'm looking at their schedule, okay. And I know I mentioned this before, but you know people like to say, oh, maybe the schedule wasn't as good as it should have been. But if you have, let's say, a mediocre schedule. When you open up the season, you basically destroy Washington. You're beating the Giants pretty good, and maybe they were kind of learning at that point after the Chiefs' loss. You destroy the Chargers away. You destroy Arizona at home. You basically destroy Carolina at Carolina. You destroy Washington again. You destroy San Francisco. You destroy Denver. All bad teams at the time. You Dallas, you're losing at halftime 9 nothing. You outscored them 37 nothing in the second half. Destroy them. Destroy the Bears. It was a it was just destruction. Destruction just really killing these teams. And if you if you kinda think to the Patriots the past three, four, five years, you know, they're always kind of losing, but then Brady and Belichick figure it out. They win these miraculous games. But they're always kind of there's a lot of times where they're losing. You don't necessarily see the Patriots kind of dominating everybody. And I, I like the idea of the Eagles always had that killer instinct from week one up until last week. You know, flea flickers in the third quarter. Um, I, I think that is going to be a big key, is is keeping that pressure on. I like that call. I mean, I it's funny, uh, listen, when I was listening to the, the, the Sims podcast, and you could, you could call out the official name of that one, I can't remember the other guy's name uh, for the life of me, but... I think it was Phil Sims that, you know, Phil Sims called in, Chris Sims' dad, and obviously mm-hmm. he knows a lot. And he just flat out said, and it's not like it's news, but, it's it, you know, it's it's worth restating is, you know, if you're not going to be aggressive, you're not going to win. And you're certainly not going to win against a team like the Patriots because they're aggressive all game. Now, they might start out slow, and it usually seems like they're one of those teams that takes them a little bit of time to wind up. But once they do, you know, Belichick's going for it on fourth downs. He's not playing scared. He exactly. trusts in his defense. You know, he trusts in Matt Patricia. Why, I don't know, because I think that guy's a blow to piece of shit. But he <laughs> trusts in his defense, and he trusts in Tom Brady, obviously, that he's going to know how to get the job done. And, you know, I think one thing we've seen out of Peterson is that he is also aggressive. And maybe he was a little reckless last year in his first uh, season as a head coach, but he buttoned that up real good. Yeah. And I haven't seen him make really any boneheaded decisions, I don't think, all season. Maybe things that I would have questioned in the beginning, but what do I know? I'm not a fucking coach. So look where he got them. Uh, yeah. You're, I mean, listen, that, that the problem is is the Brady-Belichick because, like you, like you said, offensive line and defensive line, you know, we're easily winning those matchups. And, you know, and Nick Foles, I, don't, I really think he's, he's playing it. He's, he's going to be clean all day Sunday. I don't think he's really going to get touched much. And, uh, you know, it, it comes down to what is, what's Brady going to pull out of, his, <laughs> out of his ass? I don't know. I mean, I, I think that it won't matter if the Eagles can jump out to a lead. I don't know how much it will matter. I agree for sure. We've seen it time and time again. Brady's going to come back and kill you. I think part of that is also that Belichick is better than just about every other coach or every other coach that he's ever faced. And they're not equipped to figure out how to stop Belichick's game plan on getting back into it. You know, when when they're down, he just schemes it up correctly. And he's probably got like 25 different playbooks or plans for the game, depending on how it's going. And he decides to shift gears and say, all right, well, we're going to do this now. I think what I'm most curious about is, because I've heard a lot of, you know, they think that the Patriots are going to scheme to just stop the run and and force Nick Foles to beat you. I think Nick Foles can beat them. I I think that that's actually dumb, and I I don't think that's necessarily what Belichick's going to do. You can't can't watch the Vikings game and just say, okay, well, that was an anomaly, Um, you know, he can do it. He, he's thrown he's, seven he, touchdowns in a game in, in, in right. his career. I mean, you know, exactly. This is, and I'm not trying to rewrite history and say that this guy is Peyton Manning or Tom Brady. I'm not, not by any stretch. But you know, the guy can play football. He can throw touchdowns. He he has very capable receivers. 
They have very capable running backs. Um, you, you know, he's got one of the league's best tight ends. And you know what? The backup tight ends are pretty fucking good, too, to be honest with you. <laughs> How many how many receivers caught a ball in the championship game? Championship game it had to be eight or nine, right? I, I and, think it was eight or nine. I think and, you might be right. It was like nine receivers. Well, and and you know you may disagree with this, but um, I think the Eagles. Well, I think the Eagles are a better team than the Jaguars. Maybe not defensively, but as a team, they're better than the Jaguars. And the you know, and then you look at the Vikings. So maybe if you want to talk about the Vikings now, this 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 defense. Uh, that was supposed to be so great, you know, and maybe you now there's, there's, listen, there, because it's football, you have the emotion of the week before the Vikings won their Super Bowl. And, you know, we know there was a huge letdown. And I'm sure there was that second half of like, oh boy, after the Eagles scored that, kicked another field goal, they're like, oh, now we're really down. You know, there had to be a little bit of a give up there. But, oh, yeah. They, they threw in not, the towel. Yeah. They really did. Um, so it's it is hard to kind of I don't know glean a lot out of it until you get until my prediction comes up. But um, I, you know just the idea of listen, I'm going to just continue with the Eagles have been kind of crushing everybody all year. The Atlanta game aside, and I guess you could say, well, if Atlanta completes it to Julio, the season's over. That's fine, but you know that's that's the NFL. Um, Let's also look at the spot. So go back to that Atlanta game for a second. You know, look at that spot. So I think there's a big difference. And, and the obviously the conference championship is a bigger game. But when you look at the spot of, you know, the pressure on the Eagles in that moment, it's the first game of the playoffs for them. Atlanta mm-hmm. just came off a, a really good win. You're up against a team that basically had the Patriots on the ropes the season before. Now, they didn't look like they did in the Super Bowl this season. They actually looked somewhat pathetic considering all the offensive weapons they have. But knowing that they're coming in, Nick Foles' first playoff game since what season? Was it 20? I don't even know. But yeah. whenever, Chip, whenever Chip Kelly was here, and we lost to the Saints. Saints. Right? Lost to the Saints? Saints, yeah. yeah. I think in that spot, you know, I kind of understood why that they didn't blow the Falcons' doors off. You know, and, and not only that, the Falcons have somewhat of a fast defense. So it didn't surprise me that they were able to kind of contain some of the Eagles' speed as well. But I kind of understood why that wasn't a high-scoring game. I definitely didn't expect them to blow out the Vikings the way that they did. But I also wasn't 100% surprised only because of Doug Peterson's play calling. And because yeah. he just goes for it. He um, does. And I think um, kind of back to how Belichick is so prepared and, you know, he probably wins all his, most of his games at halftime, really. And I think there's, you know, assuming the Eagles lead at halftime, I guess the real scary part is when when they're sitting there for half an hour realizing, hey, guys, we're half an hour for winning a Super Bowl and then kind of freaking themselves out about it. That's kind of a danger, I think a real danger. But, you know, X's and O's are just I, – I, I even think – I just think – just a, just thinking of football as physically beating the guy in front of you, being stronger than the guy in front of you, I just think I think we had the advantage. No, I, I agree with you. I, I don't disagree. Um, I also don't think that this is the type of team that's going to you know think that they can just sit on a lead, right? You know, no. I don't I don't see them saying, oh well, you know, we're thirty minutes away, and then, and then kind of freezing up. I mean, I think that they'll take care of business. I mean. Brady and Belichick are going to do what they're going to do. And it, and if they execute better than the Eagles execute their defense, well, then Patriots are going to win. And there's nothing you and I can do about that, right? But I think that if the Eagles play the game the, the way that they should, they can, they can be better than the Patriots on Sunday, and they're going to shut them down or hold Brady at least to enough points where they can, they can outscore him. And that's all there is to it. And I think that all the running backs are going to be in play for the Eagles on Sunday. I think they're going to probably roll up like 150, 175 yards on them, to be honest with you. I really do. And there's going to be, and you're going to have like Aguilar break two big plays. I can see it. I, I agree with all that. Yeah, I definitely. Well, let me, let me see this question. Two questions. Yeah. Um, one, do you kind of, do you take any, do you like all right? So here's 
Eagles gave up seven points last week, ten points against the Falcons, six against the Cowboys, and ten against the Raiders. Do you take anything from that? What? So you mean the fact that they were able to build those leads? No, that they've only, that they've barely given up double digits the past. Oh, you're talking about the the amount of points that they've held the other teams to. They're opposing. Uh, their yes. opponents. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know. I mean, so I'd have to look at them, right? So the Falcons haven't been able to do anything all season. Right. The Cowboys are horrendous. Um, Jason Garrett's their head coach. He's coming back another <laughs> season. That's a that's a topic for a whole other podcast that oh. I can't wait to get to. Yeah, by the way. Oh, okay. Real quick. Jason Garrett coming back. Alex Smith coming to the division. And... Eli Manning. Oh, Pat, Pat Shermer. Well, uh, you know what? I, I I'm it. actually fine with Eli. It's Pat Shermer <laughs> taking over as head coach that I really just I love. I, I love it all. Coming off all. that that offensive output <laughs> in Minnesota. You know, I have uh, to say, if my if my brother-in-law ever listens to this podcast someday when I when we we promote it, so he's a Giants fan, a Yankees fan. And, uh, you know, I've always been supportive of him. You know, we actually played the Yankees in the World Series. And, yeah. you know, I've been here for the Giants beating the Patriots. You know, I've watched those Super Bowls and wanted to kill myself. But, you know, yeah. I, I'm really – I have to say I'm, I'm really disappointed. My brother-in-law didn't, didn't give me a little, hey, congratulations text. I have to say. I'm always – you know, Yankees do something. I'm like, hey, you know, I'm, I throw it out there. I'm not so Well, bitter. you know what? Like, like yeah, you stop doing like, that from now on. Then you stop doing that from yeah, now on. Then like God yeah, forbid, he's out. God forbid the Eagles. Like this is like they're they're so thrilled that they keeping us down. Like, oh, it's like all of humanity has banded against you know the yeah. Eagles and their fans to keep them away from a, a victory, a Super Bowl victory. Here's my second question: the, Would would anything completely shock you, play calling wise? Maybe just in the first half. Like like if if Peterson just like just like gives it to to Blunt like five times, and then like what if he just all only runs? Like would that shock you? Or like is, is there anything he could do that could shock you? No, um, no, no. Well, I mean, um, yeah. I, I mean, like, what would I you, my, what would shock me is if they don't play the, that he doesn't coach aggressively, that they don't call aggressive plays. That would shock me because he's demonstrated otherwise up to this point. Yeah, absolutely. Like we've said, he's been you know he's been he's the game plan, he's game plan the playoffs. He's the winner of the game plan. Um, he's fucking Belichick Jr. right now. Yeah. He really is in the NFL compared and to I, anybody else. I, I think even if he just like went like all run, I think it would somehow it'd be, it, it would have a real like meaning to it. Like, but well, he, I and, think and then I also think, would, I also think that this team, you could almost always run and maybe just do little screens. Like, you won't have to go crazy opening up this offense. I think it's still. It could be effective well, anyway. So I rather than uh, as much as I would love to see them just roll up forty-one points on the Patriots, I think it would be more interesting if they can get up and get a lead to go ahead and do exactly what you just said. I would start blasting Blunt through the line, you know, really wear down the defensive line, yeah. and then pepper some Ajayi in there, get a couple bursts, hopefully. Then I dink and dunk outside to Clement here and there. And then I'd hit Aguilar on you know on a crossing pattern. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just a, or some sort of slant. I mean, and then just really kill the Patriots. You know, burn up the clock. I mean, oh. that's the best thing you can do is just ice out Brady on the bench. That's the, the best an- you could do. The anti Andy Reid like second half, <laughs> just <laughs> running it down the throat. Twelve minute drives. Right. Super Bowl <laughs> champs. Oh, boy. Would that be something? <laughs> What's the opposite of three incompletions in under eight seconds? It, the opposite is hopefully Doug Peterson's game plan this Sunday, right? <laughs> My God. How – I you know, we could spend an eternity talking about some I'm, of the I'm, horrific games we had to suffer through uh, with that play calling under that. I lo- Look, man, I love Andy Reid as a person. I think he's uh, – he, he seems amazing. Seems like a great guy, but coaching-wise, oh, my God. There's I, I, a lot left to be desired, man. I apologize for bringing it up. Let's move on. Um, we, yeah, we don't want to taint this experience <laughs> this entire weekend. This should be just like a golden weekend for us. Just... No Reid, man. <laughs> Holy shit. 
No McNabb either. I don't want to hear oh. his name uttered more than I'll give you like a handful. If you want to throw a McNabb in here or there, I can't spend more than a minute talking about that fucking creep. No, I'm I'm so uh, I'm just so What's relieved. his story? What's his story right now? Is he DUI? Is he a predator? What what what's going on with him, by the way? Oh, he was a predator too? Whatever. I can't fucking. Why, why are we talking about this again? I don't know. We always do, but Jesus, Jesus Christ! It's like we're fucking obsessed. <laughs> we should be CSI investigators, I guess. <laughs> I think. Oh, you know, uh, that reminds me. Good news and bad news for you. Um, What's that? Not that this is CSI. Well, it's kind of maybe, but uh, so the bad news. Uh, they took Twin Peaks off of Netflix. Oh, and, did they? Yeah. So now I don't know what I'm going to do. Now I was hey, stuck you're done. in. Second Wait, season. is it on Showtime? No, I'll look, maybe. Sh- yeah, yeah, yeah. It was on is Showtime. It? Yeah, absolutely. The originals? All of them. They had every episode. Oh, okay, good. All right. But yeah, so. I started to watch Hannibal, but I only watched the first 10 minutes, but I'm going to watch it. Oh, okay. So you just watched the first 10 minutes of it. That's all you've seen? Yeah, I just like went to sleep. I was just like, I can't oh, get okay. into this now. No, and, and I mean – I think um, that's a show that just continues getting better and better as it goes on. So I mean, if you're lo- if you're only like slightly impressed with the first episode, or whatever, just stick it out. Trust me, man. Well, no, the acting and writing is fucking phenomenal. Yeah, if you remember, I don't know the first scene. Like he's like imagining the crime scene of how it happened in his head. I'm like, oh wow, that's pretty cool. Um, yes, and that's pretty much what he's all about. There, some of the characters are. I want to say. Um, the th- that character, you know that show Mindhunter that we watch. Yeah. On uh, on Netflix, right? I forget the. I don't ask me what the the main character's name is, but the person that he's based on in real life is was an FBI profiler. Yeah. Who coined? Did you read the backstory on the on that guy? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, and and supposedly the character of Will Graham in the Hannibal Lecter series is loosely based on that guy as well. Yeah, it makes sense. And, you you know, know, trying to get inside the mind of these serial killers and stuff like that. I I, I have to say, although when, as you're watching a Netflix show, it is great, you know, when, you know, there's no such thing as a cliffhanger. Like you're just, you know, you're all in. But the problem is because, at least in my case, when I'm watching one of those shows, I'm like watching it. And like I finished it pretty quickly. And it's like, you know, I watched Mindhunter, I think, like, over Christmas. I almost kind of forgot everything about it. Like, it doesn't stick with you. Um, I think it's, it's a real the problem. Greatest, it's not the greatest show on Earth. Um, I well, think no, it's – it was really good. Yeah. But, like, I feel like – It's forgettable. I feel like it needs more – I don't know. It needs a few more viewings. Like, like Stranger Things, I happen to actually watch – you know, I was late to that game, but I ended up watching both seasons twice, like within two months um, my, with myself and then my wife. But even that now is kind of it's already over. Like, it's, you know, it's it's over again. And it's like, eh, I don't know. I, think yeah, that, I don't know. I guess it's just different. I think that's I mean, I could say that's potentially the problem with um, these shows that you're able to just binge, binge watch and, and watch, you know, three seasons at a time or whatever. Maybe that it it just it happens and then it's done. When you're watching a show like, think of the good old days of Walking Dead when you know a season of Walking Dead was actually enjoyable and it was dramatic and drawn out. You're fucking living with that show for like five months and and sometimes it's from October all the way through May. Yeah, you know, so, so it's at, like you know seven eight months. You're living with it for like three quarters of a year. It sticks with you because of that reason, I think. Yeah, look at look at Game of Thrones this summer. It was like, it was a thrill. Yeah, that was an experience. Those episodes I thought were pretty fucking amazing. And even that, even that one now, uh, because you know, because I'm I'm basically just such a teenager. People are saying, "Oh, it's not coming back till 19. I'm like, "Eh, I don't care. <laughs> I'm on the other things." Oh yeah, I'm fine too. Like, thank God for thank God for Netflix and Amazon and. You know, and thank God for The Wire, right? I'm going back and I'm watching The Wire for the first time. I'm on season three now. And, nice. You know, thank God for all these shows. Like, what yeah. the fuck would you have done? Like, <laughs> like back in the day, man, when your show was done for a season, that was it. Like, hopefully your sporting, your sports teams were, um, 
you know, were representing. Otherwise, you had literally nothing to watch all summer. <laughs> Dude, when when Gordon jumped, guest starred on different strokes and was molesting Arnold and Dudley. There and you then go t- again. And then there you go again. <laughs> Here you fucking go again. We got to pull ourselves out of that, that topic. Jesus Christ, I want to throw you a life preserver. Just fucking grab onto it. I'll, I'll pull you out of it. No, I I can, I, I'm you. just kidding. I couldn't resist bringing up that episode. <laughs> Gordon um, Jump. <laughs> but but when, you know, when, when a sitcom had it to, to be continued, you're like, motherfucker. I oh can't wait God. till next week. That was the end yeah. of the world. Remember that? It was the Absolutely. end of the fucking world. I, I, there's no chance I can wait. To see this next episode. Oh yeah, it's like when the Dukes of Hazard. When you saw the General <laughs> Lee like ready to coast off a cliff, In and then they showed stop. like Boss Hog like laughing, and then it was like that <sighs> slow motion stop. Yeah, I I couldn't believe I had to wait like three months to find out what was going to happen. I know, uh, and, and whether or not Bo and Luke were going to survive and the whole nine. But <laughs> yeah, you know, TV back in the day blew. <laughs> when you think about it, the, the experience was nothing like it is today, man. It was nothing. <laughs> Jesus, we were so <laughs> deprived. What the fuck? Te- why is technology so slow? Now all of a sudden, like, now technology, look at it today. Like, now that my life is like, I'm on this back half of my life, everything's just getting really good. So, and, you know, so I'm like, I'm going to die soon. And meanwhile, technology just gets better and better. Things get easier. You can fucking just order, you know, you can order, I can order from CVS and just pull up and they bring it out to my car. I don't have to pull out a card. I don't have to wait for anything. Like, why is life just so much better now? You're so right. It is so great. And I don't know what it is lately, um, but I, I can't stop thinking about, like, uh, I, I'm putting the the hourglass. I, it's got turned over. Like, I keep I keep thinking to myself, okay, you're 45. You probably got, let's, oh, let's hope for 30 good Christ. years left, that you'll still be able to drive. You'll still be able to walk up steps. You'll still be able to just take care of yourself. You know, I got a... Uh, you hope. You know, I, that's you exactly. Hope. You don't get a colostomy bag or rectal cancer or... Yeah, think of all the horrible things that we could possibly have in store I know. for us. At, at dinner tonight, I'm telling my daughter, I'm like, you know, yeah, someday you'll be trimming my ear hair. I mean, it's, you know... That's a fun conversation right Please there. do that for me. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, all these other children, you know, love their dads and, you know, are like waiting on their hand and foot as they're dropping dead. But uh, I'm hoping for the same. But oh, it's really sad. Somebody's <laughs> got to wipe your ass. Oh, God. And I it won't to, be Melinda. Can you imagine? I guarantee it? you that. Well, you know, and, and it's not like we're getting in better shape as the year as the years oh, go Oh, God. I know. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's just deteriorating. Yeah, like the world's getting better and I'm getting worse. Yeah, I'm moving in the opposite uh, direction, probably with greater trajectory. I'm getting worse faster than the world's getting better. <laughs> I think that's what's happening. That's why it's so alarming. But think about, just think about what it was like. Like, yes, I mean, life was simpler when we were younger and it was great. I mean, I do kind of reminisce on the days as a kid, you know, going out and just playing basketball after school or playing stickball in the summertime, you know, as a kid, kid, you know? Right. And uh, before I was, you know, yeah, I played organized sports too, but even just like hanging out with your friends and playing stuff. Yes, it was simple, but God, we we just had so few things at our fingertips back then. Like, I mean, (laughs) Jesus Christ, you couldn't even microwave shit when we were like seven. (laughs) You know, you had to wait the full oven time, you know, cooking time. Well, you know what? I So think about, so I, I like... My room was full of posters. Uh, fuck it. My basement now is full of posters, if you've seen. But, like, when I was a kid, like, you know, there wasn't, like, an opportunity to get, like, you know, if I wanted to get a picture of Harold Carmichael, I had to, you know, go to Westchester, maybe, and and take a picture of him, like, practicing. Like, there was no – there wasn't a lot of posters kind of back in the day type of thing. And yeah. I, I was kind of looking through all a lot of old stuff this week, and – there were pictures I used to take. Uh, do you remember the old disc camera? It was like a oh, disc. Oh, yeah. Yep. So I had this piece of shit camera. And what I would do is on the Super Bowl, my favorite day of the year, there's like pictures of like Miami Redskins, I think 1982. And I'm like taking pictures of the screen 
hoping that someday I can figure out how to like blow this picture up and put it on my wall of like Joe Theismann or something. Like, it, I, I, I used to, uh, the Charlie Brown Christmas, I used to like record it like it was Mindhunter on that old timey tape recorder. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, you know, I wasn't watching it. I wasn't watching Charlie Brown Christmas in January. Fucking listening I was to it. Listening to it. Like, I mean, it's fucking pathetic. It's fucking horrible. It You're is. right, and now, and now everything Jesus is great. Christ. And oh. I, 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 would, I think I would have given up like fresh water if I could have watched. If, if I could, you know, if I could have like recorded a show when I was like seven years old. Yeah, shit. And somehow you we, know. we remembered like we remembered everything. I only sing it one time. No, and you if fucking we, better. You had to. Right. You, you know, you couldn't watch it again. You know. Now look, I mean, yes. Then there were. There were VCRs and VHS tapes, and yes, life got better. But look at all that we had to suffer through, like compact discs. Ugh. Even those things sucked. They really You know, they did. get all scratched up. They're the same as a fucking album. And honestly, the album sounded better. Yeah. The album sounded better than a compact disc. But now the compact disc, I get it. You know, why it worked. You could play it in the car and all that. But look at all the horrible bullshit technology we had to live through to get to to where kids today their lives are just golden it's kids just, today god damn it <laughs> you know what and guess what yeah it's about it is time in my life where i'm gonna start talking about uh, that and it's true and they have no idea uh, how lucky they are it's unbelievable johnny uh, i don't know i sound like an asshole as usual, what's but. um what's the suicide hotline number <laughs> I don't know. There's a song that has it in it, actually, by this guy called Logic. Yeah, I know. He, 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 you know that song. Um, you want to kill yourself? <laughs> Listening to my my bitching. Oh well, well, no! Now that we're, I mean, we're so close to death as is. We must do ourselves a favor. I know. Yeah. How, exactly. How much money will your family get if you just off yourself now? You know, think about your family, Jeff. That's true. You're, you're worth more to them dead. So. <laughs> I'm worth more to everyone. Dead. It's like uh, George Costanza, uh, you know, not showing up for work and like getting a promotion. He's like, you know, you didn't show up. He's like, my presence there could only do more damage <laughs> to my chances <laughs> of a promotion. Yeah. I mean, uh, nah, come on. Your, your family loves you. Our families love us. Uh, that's what we tell ourselves. So the Gordon Jump, <laughs> the yeah, Gordon Jump right. I, I don't want to hear any more about this. So wait, <laughs> how did how did we get to where we're at right now? What I about um? I thought we were talking Super Bowl. Because <laughs> Tom Brady was kissing his son, I think. So what did you think about the um? Because you forwarded that podcast to me, but what did you think about Chris Sims' take on Brady's career? And, well, you know, and the, the up and then the down and then the up again, right? Right. Where he's at right now, the plateau again. Mm -hmm. what, what did you think of that? Well, number one, I thought the idea of winning that Super Bowl early, even as a game manager, just just gives you that fuck it like that, that freedom, you know, that that Peyton never had, certainly, because he was always knew he was going to fuck it up. And. You know, Tom has definitely had that that factor of that freedom of yeah, I already won one, so I can be a little loose. But it, when he talked about kind of his middle stages, like man, he had a lot of bad losses in there, and you know, you don't think about it, but man, there was quite a bit. And a couple things, and in, in addition to that, number one, we have to say that if there was some aspect of luck to everything that happens to the Patriots. You know, maybe it ends Sunday, maybe. And the other thing there's I have no maybe. The other thing I do have to say is, and you know I love Brady. You know I love Belichick. I like mm -hmm. good I like good football. Here's here's one thing that scares me. Even before you get my prediction, if okay. Minnesota won, and I don't care what fashion they would have won, if they would have beaten us thirty-eight to seven, if they would have beaten us by a field goal. Whatever way they won, my the first thing I would have done and would have done, would do is bet the Patriots. Like I wouldn't even hesitate. All right, I'm taking the Patriots. I'm laying the five, six. I don't care. So yeah. that's that's the one thing that scares me, and that's going to be 
you know, the whole world default position of, yeah, the Eagles look good and the Eagles are doing this and, you know, yeah. And I, I don't think, you know, I think everyone kind of realizes, yeah, Foles isn't, isn't Carson Wentz. He's not necessarily the greatest starter, but I think everyone realizes he's not that bad where they can't just, you, you can't just write him off like he's fucking, uh, fucking Bortles, you know. He's not fucking Dilfer either. I'm going to no. tell you something. He's better than Trent Dilfer. Yeah. And, and, you know, not that Dilfer gives a shit about my opinion, but I think Foles is, you know, he's got more talent than Dilfer had. Dilfer was clearly a dink and dunk game manager. Right. Foles is more than that. You know, Peterson's asking for more than that. He knows. He's like, if I don't get more than that out of this guy, we're not winning a Super Bowl. And, so, you know, yeah, fuck. Exactly. But that's the only thing that scares me is if it was reversed, if it was Minnesota there, it would take me two seconds to take the Patriots and you know put real money on it. Uh, I I'm totally with you. Um, you know I mean I I just think that this game comes down to Peterson is clearly the second best coach in the league this season. I'm not talking yeah. about beyond. I have no idea, but he was the second best coach in the league this season. Maybe even the best. Um, just if you're t- looking at this season alone. Maybe he was better than Belichick. I have no idea. They had some... that First of all, that win against the Steelers, they should not have even had home field advantage in the playoffs. They shouldn't yeah. have. Yeah. That, I mean, do you agree? Of course. That, that victory over the Steelers, was, that was... They got fucking robbed. Yeah. But, you know, <clears throat> I blame Mike Tomlin for that. There's something about... Uh, yeah, yeah, Peterson is definitely pushing all the right buttons. I think. I think, although... We may have agreed with Mike Lombardi a little bit before the season when he said, like, why is Doug Peterson a coach already? Um, the fact is that was a good rallying cry for everybody. Um, I haven't I haven't read a lot of stuff. I'm saving that for the plane tomorrow and, and some podcasts. I haven't listened really any to, like, the pregame podcasts. Um, but I forget where That's I read gonna it. That's going to charge you up, man. Well, That's yeah. going to charge you up. But I forget where I read it, but it was something about the fact that, like um, – when we signed Jernigan in the off season, like he immediately got a text from like a strange number, and he's like, "Who's this?" And it was like it was Fletcher Cox, and Jernigan was like, "You know, if I'm if I'm getting a text like instantly from the guy who's you know not really not the competition, but you know like one of the guys that I, I could be stealing a little limelight from, like he kind of realized like there is a good culture happening here." Um, and even how yeah, they want to win a fucking Super Bowl. Yeah, it's not about themselves. I mean, they want them to get paid too. Trust me. But one thing I did, I was listening to um, Chris Russo and Mad Dog, and uh, he's kind of a little bit on the Eagles. Now it's funny. He talked about the Falcons game. He said, you know, leading up to it or after, he said the Eagles played the wild, the underdog card very well. And then before the, the do you listen to him at all? Do you know his cadence and everything? Uh, sort of, yeah. Okay. I'm not I'm not a huge listener, but I know, I'm familiar, yeah. So but before the Vikings game, he's like, uh, you know, uh, the Eagles, they can't be they can't play the underdog card again uh, this week. They can't do it. They already did it. Like, but I'm like, well, they did and it worked. You know, so he was like way yeah. off. But he, now he's like back on it saying, like, you know, he's not gonna be surprised if they kind of punched him in the mouth. Um, but one thing he kind of noticed was at media night. Uh, the Patriots went first, and it was a madhouse. Like everybody was there, and then the Eagles came in, and Russo said everyone kind of cleared out, including him. Actually, he's like everyone kind of left when the Eagles were there. Almost like they were just like, I was kind of surprised. And I was in Canada this week, but I was surprised. Um, even in Canada, it was just like all Patriots, all Brady. I mean, I'm not surprised. I'm just yeah. Uh, why are you surprised? It's it's I don't know. It's such an old narrative. I mean. Um, well, yeah, but so are they – they're America's team, right, now? Like, it's no longer the Cowboys. I don't think people consider the Cowboys America's team. I mean, it's it's the Patriots now. I guess, but the, the – I don't know if how many people – I don't know if they're loved as much as the Cowboys are. Well, I yeah, maybe it's just that they're loved by the media. Maybe like, that's what I'm talking about. And back, back, to your, back to your kind of question about, you know, the butthurt Minnesota fans – you know, I, I think the whole world, you know, probably when it was in the Eagles' corner, you know, for the Super Bowl until they started hearing these these lame stories. 
I don't know that I agree with that. Only no. in that I think most. Well, <clears throat> my my opinion on that would be that I think most people thought Nick Foles blows, and to see Nick Foles in the Super Bowl against Brady is going to blow. This is what I think people were thinking prior to the Vikings game. So I I would say that probably like just your your football fan outside of Philadelphia and Boston was hoping for the Vikings to win. Um, now now Boston fans probably wanted the Eagles to win because they thought that the Patriots would have a better shot against Nick Foles. And I think everyone was wrong in all their assumptions. Not one person on earth was yeah. right except for Peterson and, in retros- and, 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 and the T- Eagles. In, ret- in retrospect, that people thought Case Keenum would be the better, more exciting choice is, is really funny. I know. Hold on a second. No. Nah, don't worry. I'll delete all that. Yeah, people would have thought uh, Case Keenum was, uh, the, you know, that he was the, I guess, I, you know, a year ago, everyone would have said that Case Keenum was a piece of garbage. And then as of like three weeks ago, Case Keenum was, oh, he's got a second best rating in, in football or, for, you know, right. What did he do two weeks ago in Philadelphia? He shot the bed. Yep. That's what he did. Exactly and, as we uh, Exactly as we predicted. Yes, we did. We did. We knew that he wasn't going to be up to the task, and he wasn't. Even with all those weapons, man. Yep. They were. They, my God, did they? Well, they scored one touchdown, right? <laughs> touchdown to Rudolph, and that was basically it. That was it. Did they kick a field goal or anything? No. <laughs> did they? That was it. it was that was seven it. Points. Yeah. God, I'll tell you what. They took the wind out of Philly's sails for for a good minute or two. I'll give them that much. They did. They, and they, and that, scoring that touchdown right <laughs> off the bat, it took the wind out of my sails a little bit, I'll say that much. Sure. I don't I, and even if that happens Sunday, you know, eh, it's just it's just it was just one of those things. I mean, if the Patriots, you know, score like right away. Um but as you well, I'm I, sure you I'm sure you've heard, they haven't scored in the first quarter of a Super Bowl ever. Yeah, don't you just love all these so yes, I did hear that. I was thinking that as you as you as you mentioned it. Don't you just love all these stats? There's like a <laughs> fucking stat for everything. Like you could uh, yeah. just take and you just twist them. We've talked about this in the past. You just take those stats and twist them however you want and create your own narrative. But okay, you know the team wearing white wins <laughs> eleven out of the last twelve times, and Brady doesn't. You know the the Patriots don't score a touchdown in the first quarter of any Super Bowl. Okay, every game is different. Every game is different. No team's the same. Nothing is ever the same. You mean it doesn't matter what Steve Grogan did in Super Bowl twenty? Right, Sunday? Steve Grogan or Are McNabb. You sure? Look, McNabb threw huh. up. Yeah, I know. It comes as a shock. I know. McNabb threw up on the field. I, I said we wouldn't mention him too many times, but he did throw up on the field in the Super Bowl. Does that have any bearing at all on the game on Sunday? No, it doesn't. Well, Nothing that came before matters. <laughs> That's why the Eagles are going to win, because it's basically just comes down to them being a better team. Yeah, and they are. And I don't care that Brady's a better quarterback. I know that he is. That doesn't matter. You know, maybe if it was uh, they were up against Pat Shermer or uh, who was that mustache freak that left New York? Um, if they were up against McAdoo, then <laughs> then I would say. Yes, Belichick and Brady are going to win this game, regardless of the team that they're coaching. But um, nope, Dougie P. I think he's gonna. He's got. He's got this win. He's got the game plan all locked in his head, and and, <clears throat> and they're going to unleash it on Sunday at six thirty. Man, it's going to be fucking amazing. All right. So I'm guessing you um, those NFL films half hour Super Bowl shows. Did you grow up kind of watching those things or loving them? Oh. Of course, man. Yes. So, so, you know, speaking of, you know, we had nothing else to watch. Remember, we grew up in the fucking golden age of television. So, if right. that was on, you were watching it, yeah. right? So, I was thrilled every, you know, January when ESPN would play the fuck out of them, and you know, unlike all these other, you know, crybaby Cowboys fans now that are maybe not watching Super Bowls for some reason, you know, I would rewatch these all of them. I would watch every one they put on there, and. One of the ones that always struck me was 
Super Bowl 23, uh, I don't know. It doesn't matter what you, what number it was. Which one? What was the matchup? It was, <clears throat> was Cowboys-Bills. And, oh, yeah. and instead of having, you know, John Facenda or Hallie Callis or somebody, you know, narrate it, it was Jimmy Johnson. And basically he was talking about, you know, the week leading up to the up to the game, like he couldn't contain himself because and if he, he brought it back to like poker. He said, you know, I knew I knew we were holding all the cards in this game and I just couldn't wait to lay them all down. And, you know, sadly, this has stuck with me because, you know, it's the Cowboys <laughs> and Jimmy and Jimmy Johnson. And I'm you yeah. know just so aggravated and jealous. And he was right. And, uh, you know, I won money on that Super Bowl, so it's not a total loss. But um. Cowboys and over. It was like the 52 to 17 game or some shit. That game was horrible. Yeah, but I mean that was a good Bills team too. Jesus yeah. Christ. But Cowboys and over. I mean, I'm, I'm at the window yeah. cashing checks. But um, so uh, I'm going right to my prediction, and I kind of I'm not saying I'm not saying Peterson has the cockiness or knows he has all the cards. But I feel like there's enough confidence there that they are going to be prepared, know what to do. Um, I think the craziness of my prediction is, I mean, we've basically spoken about everything. Uh, the craziness of my prediction is going to be in the score, where when I see these scores of 24-20 and, you know, all these kind of in the 20s scores or the Eagles only scoring 14, yeah. I, think it's in, I think it's insane. And... Although we would have been laughed at, you know, put in the same asylum last week if we said they were putting up 38 on the Vikings. Well, Johnny, I'm saying the same thing. I'm saying, I'm saying this score is 42 or 43 to 17. Wow. Yeah. Man. Wow. Okay. All right. So I'll tell you what. You and I both have the Patriots score exactly the same, except I'm going 34-17. I think they score a little bit less because I, I do think Dougie P is going to dial it down a little bit. Um, and focus on the run once once they're up heavy in the second half. But okay. look, I mean, I would prefer to see your score because <laughs> I think that that means I get to see a lot of highlights and it'll just be a game to remember forever. Um, but regardless, the Eagles winning is going to be a game to remember forever, so it won't matter. No. I'm with you, 34-17. I don't think the Patriots score more than 17 points. No, I would maybe even go one touchdown and like a couple – Field goals, I, I I could even see, but to hold Brady to one touchdown is would be a feat in and of itself. And you know, do you think that this Eagles defense is better than the Giants defense? Either Giants defense that um, took the Patriots down both times. I, yeah, well, I, yes, I think they're as good. Yeah, yeah I as I, good. Listen, they went to fucking eighty-five Bears. I mean, they had a good they had a good line. I mean. That was Justin Tuck and uh, Michael Strahan, right? I mean, yeah. the, the, you know, that was really the the essential part of it. Um, getting pressure up the middle. But I, but I, I feel, I'm with you. Listen, I feel like I'm kind of in the same boat of the, the reason why I say 17 is because I, I kind of am leaning towards, you know, 13 or 14. But, like, you, yeah, I figure out, you know, I, I figure it'll be a kind of a garbage TD. For point for that's to get to that seventeen, I feel like so? like yeah. that's like that last ditch effort. I do. I kind of yeah. I, I, listen, I kind of feel like it's going to be just a, a real, uh, just an ending of an era, which I'm really excited about. Just like saying we're just closing the door, we are closing the fucking door on the Patriots, and boy, would that be fucking great. As much as I love them. Yeah, I well, hey, I'm with you. Yeah, I know, and, and I know you love them. And look, I respect the hell out of Belichick and Brady, no doubt. Um, I can't, I can't watch them win anymore. Certainly, starting no. with this game in particular. <laughs> exactly. But you know, even if the Eagles weren't in, I just can't watch the Patriots win anymore. I know. It becomes boring. And yes, greatness is greatness, and it's fun to watch. But Jesus, you know, that, like The Sopranos was a great show, but I don't think I could have watched it for 25 seasons in a row. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like, eventually you need a new story. You need some new players, the whole thing. Let be our turn. You. Let us be the new kids on the block. Doing, it is our you know, turn. Yeah, we're going to be here now. People, let's, let people get sick of us in 10 years. They will. 
I don't think so, though. They might get sick of Carson Wentz's Bible thumping a little bit. People might get pissed off nah, by yeah. that if he's doing a lot of that Jesus uh, talk. But, um, no, I think, uh, look, the Eagles, I believe, after this, after they beat the crap out of the Patriots, I think they're just going to be the talk of the NFL for, uh, you know, the next five months or six months. And they're going to become America's next team, man. That's right, what I'm predicting. Yeah. And I, They're going to hate us, though. They hate the fans. Of course. Oh God! I mean, get over they hate it, everyone. The city. <laughs> I, fucking and, hate us. And let's tell Nick Foles, if you win, hey man, just stay around. This is all, this is going to be a good spot. Yeah, you know what? You think he'll be gone? I don't know. People talk about it like it's a done deal if he wins. Like, or maybe, or maybe he's in a good spot here, and maybe it's about more than that. And maybe let's face it, Carson could be one of those QBs that is always going to be tweaking something. I'm not saying it's always going to be a full ACL, but I'm sure this guy's going to sprain ankles here and there and you know all this kind of shit. So, it, you know, uh, other than cashing, I don't know. I mean, it doesn't other than cashing in and your agents like in your ear or you stay with like a good team where there's more good chances you'll be playing more than you won't be anyway. Well, from now for the rest of our lives, I will say I now understand the value in having a good backup quarterback. Now, I, I get it. I, I actually get it. I discounted them every other season of watching football because I never thought that they mattered. And now I see. I get it. If you have a capable guy and you have a coach that knows how to put them in the position to win and then you got the players around them that are going to play it up, I mean, you can get to the Super Bowl. Yeah. And, and what we're going to see is that you can win the Super Bowl that way. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he's going to be around or not. But, man, if this guy wins the Super Bowl, which, like, we think that he's going to, he's just writing his own check, man. He's never going to have to pay for another thing in the city of Philadelphia ever again the rest oh of his God. life. You know? He's going to be Jesus Christ. He's going to be the Jesus Christ of Philadelphia. I saw two seconds of um, Daily News Live today. And um, they, I guess they had they were talking or uh, Barkan asked Didinger. He said, all right. Is this if this is if they win this Sunday? Is this the defining moment of of the, the defining sports moment of the town? And you know, Ray's uh, like, uh, well, yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it might be the defining moment of every Barkan's like. So it's it's Ben Franklin, electricity, and the Eagles being the Patriots. And I think yes, well, not necessarily in that order, but <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, I mean, go on. Uh, yes, he got he he was right about the contents, but he was wrong about the order. Yes, um, and yes, exactly. of course it is. How could it not be? No, and here's the thing, and you know, there is a big potential for us to listen back to this and be like, holy fuck. But even if that even if that scenario happens, where we lose, whether it's heartbreaking or it's just normal or it's Brady or we get destroyed. I still don't care. I'm all good with everything. Um, you know, it's not, it's not the, it's not the Donovan years. It's not the bullshit years where they were just fucking horrible as good as they were. It's different. It doesn't matter. That's why I don't even care that we're, you know, potentially sounding like total fools. <laughs> No, I, I could care less uh, also. And, yeah, I'm with you. This has been a fun ride. I think you and I would both agree this has been probably the, the, the best season to watch maybe of our lives, at least as Eagles fans. I don't I can't remember enjoying a season this much. Nope. And we've had some good seasons for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, we definitely have. I mean, even going back to uh, uh, the Chip Kelly season when uh, Deshaun Jackson returned that, that punt against the Giants, that was, a, that was a fun season also, right, with Vic? I enjoyed yeah. that season, to well, be honest with you. But I, this has been the best season of my life. I texted, yeah, I, really te has. I texted you yesterday, and I said, you know, Andy Reid, he made eleven win seasons like a burden. Like you, you it was like, <laughs> oh did, no, man. not again. We're winning. Like Jesus stop. Christ. You're gonna. Like he really yeah. just took it just the life out of everything. <laughs> if it was possible to feel like a Browns fan <laughs> while watching Why that team play, that's exactly what it was. <laughs> Like still hopeless, 11, You're still hopeless. I mean, I, heading into the playoffs, wasn't it like eleven wins, like four years in a row, five years in a row? <laughs> it's like, and it was just right. horrible. It was horrible. If Nothing you about that era, to show for it. It. It, was just, I, I, it was awful. He's I'd, literally doing exactly the same thing in Kansas City, but worse. 
And thankfully, he's still, he's, still, he's still giving the Redskins washed-up quarterbacks, which I, I appreciate that, so thanks. Yeah, good work. Yeah, good work by him, man. <laughs> well, he's got Patrick Mahomes, who might just save his ass. I think that guy might be yeah. that guy might be a decent quarterback. I don't know. I mean, who the hell knows? I'm yeah. not a fucking quarterback whisperer, but... Um, no, nah, man, I, I'm with you. I agree. Um, no matter what happens Sunday, I, I will chalk this up as a season that was really fun. But they're going to win, so we don't have to worry about the alternative to that. And I don't give a shit if we sound like idiots. Yeah. They're going to fucking win. One last thing. Can I complain about my first Super Bowl? I can't say it enough how much I love the Super Bowl. And really, yeah, my, yeah. My, my first halftime show is Justin Timberlake. I'm not against ah, Come on, man. He's talented. No, no, come no. On. I'm not against Justin Timberlake. And I, you know, you okay. know, I, I like him on Saturday Night Live. He's definitely, oh, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's definitely like, yeah, he's, he's, he's good at what he does, but I really, I really don't know any of these songs. I want to see, you know, I want the who, man. I want Springsteen. Oh <laughs> well, yeah. Of course. Oh on. yeah. Springsteen for sure. <laughs> right. I want of course you we too. Want I want this. Jesus. We're from Jersey. I like, you better I, want I take Lady Gaga over this. I love Lady Gaga. Yeah, she's good too. I would agree with you. I just, there's, um, you know, I just don't. Ha- I don't know if these songs. Hopefully, he does a whole bunch of Prince stuff. Um, well, I, I don't know. I I heard that there's like uh, eight hundred to one odds on him doing Dick in a Box. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> like a snippet, yeah, or like that he would do a snippet of it? Yeah, there's odds. It's like eight hundred to one. It's like something insane. I think I'm exaggerating, <laughs> but it's it's high. It's like one eighty to one or something like that. I, I don't know, man. You got to lay a lot. Well, that'd be that'd be um, awesome. Is Janet Jackson it coming would back? Be. You... Well, that was that was something else. Um, that you know is are they going to do something involving her? But I don't. Th- I hope they don't. I don't want a rehash of something that happened years ago. Could care less. Well, the only the only thing is like this whole idea of seeing a titty. Like who fucking cares? And and you oh, know and you know, know. And, and, you know like we're, the idea that we're still bleeping profanity. And like, come on, everybody! For the kids, the kids, the kids, the kids, the kids can hear right. some curse words. It's fine. Oh, it's, We're having... it's our right wing buddies, though, isn't it? I'm sure it is. It's our right wing pals. Yeah, yeah. You can't hear a curse word. You know, they can they can cheat <laughs> on their wives and they can, you know, take payoffs. But God forbid if a if a child hears a curse word on TV. Holy shit! It's the I end know. of the world. How is this the end of the world? Let it go. Right. All right, Johnny. I don't have, I don't have anything else to say. Um, uh... Nah, look. Uh, I think we, we laid out our predictions. Uh, next time we chat, we'll be talking about the off season and how much fun it was to watch the Eagles win the Super Bowl. And I'm sure there'll be plenty to discuss regarding Brady and Belichick, especially if my wish comes true and Brady has a meltdown on the sidelines. Oh, and you owe me something. I can't remember what the stakes were in that bet. I do forget the stakes, but yeah, they're. We'll, there we'll will check be, the text string. <laughs> there will be a bet to be paid. Oh boy! Oh uh, yeah. Oh, when he's getting, I'll find it. When he's getting pounded by Cox and Jernigan and Barrett and uh, Barrett <laughs> and just can't take it anymore. Oh my God! Please let that happen. Please. I, I might propose. I'll think of a another uh, uh, an extension on that bet. Uh, who he? Who it is that you know? If you can concede, like okay, say he does throw a tantrum. Who is he throwing that tantrum at? <laughs> I think that's going to be bet number two. Let me think about that. Johnny, I'll, I'll lay I, out the options. I, I definitely, I'm, yeah. Whatever you decide, I'm fine. I'll accept it. <laughs> okay. Um, one thing I wanted uh, to, one thing I forgot to say that I wanted to say. Um, okay. So you have North Dakota, that kind of like a we've talked about that random state that is that loves the Eagles, was a Carson. Um, yeah. I had a couple people in Winnipeg like talking about that. Oh, they like Carson because you know they're pretty close to Fargo and stuff. Um, and then that whole idea of all year, every time Carson did something great, everyone brought up how Cleveland sucks and, and missed out on him and really fucked that up. Well, yeah, thank God. My next favorite thing that's going to happen is as the Eagles are dismantling the Patriots, we're going to have Lions fans and Colts fans saying, what the fuck did we hire these guys for with Patricia? <laughs> and oh, won't that be I know. fucking glorious? I love it. I love it. I know. I'm with you. That, I totally agree. Oh, you know how I feel about Patricia. I know. Uh, ugh, uh, the, uh, I just love the idea of, hey, Detroit fans, here he comes. <laughs> ah, plenty of conversations we're going to have about the upcoming football season once this one's a wrap. But, <clears> yeah, <throat> I, I, I can't wait to watch the dismantling of the New England Patriots. It's going to be, you know, just a, a true joy 
It really Sunday. is. Not, not, I might only have just a few beers, so I could just remember it all in crystal clear vision in my head how beautiful it actually is going to be. So, well, All right, man. Safe. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Be safe. Have a good time with Hayden. We'll Enjoy do. it, man. All right, brother. All right, bro. Take it easy. Good, sh- good show. Later. Later. It's a god of the state of mind. Two guys from Jersey with attitude all the time. Football kids and movies about crime. It's a god in the state of mind.